Hi, this is Larry at Oak Haven Church. We're adding a bonus track to our podcast this week because we've been in a series focusing on the table. This will be our communion service from this past Sunday that weaves some of the themes we've been talking about and will talk about later in the day in the sermon. And now, this week's communion service. Good morning, everybody. Uh, Some of you may be glad to hear that we are bringing our series on the table in for a landing today. I personally have benefited greatly from this series of studies, and I hope you have too. If you missed any, honestly, we've covered a whole pile of ground, and they're all there online. My apologies to those of you watching online and are still hanging on. God bless you. I was trying to incorporate another video switcher into our system this week, and I forgot that I had unplugged the sound system from the camera, so it's all on me. It's fixed now. Thanks to everybody for relating that message, especially Tracy. We got the message. So um, it's, it's always something like that. So let's look here at Luke 24, 28 to 31. This is happening on Resurrection Day. This is the day that Jesus rose from the dead. So later that afternoon, we know the story, he comes up to these fellows. Well, actually, we don't know that they're fellows. They could be a husband and wife on their way to Emmaus. And verse 28, as they came near the village to which they were going, Jesus walked ahead as if he were going on. But they urged him strongly, saying, Stay with us, because it is almost evening, and the day is now nearly over. So he went in to stay with them. When he was at the table with them, he broke bre- He took bread, blessed and broke it, and gave it to them. Then their eyes were opened, and they recognized him, and he vanished from their sight. This is the first instance of communion. This is the first instance of the resurrection being part of the breaking of the bread, and Jesus is suddenly the host of that meal. They sat down to have supper, and he took the bread and blessed it and broke it. And so this is the pattern that we are still in. I am not the host of these tables. Jesus is. I've been drawing a great deal from John Mark Hick's book, Come to the Table, and he writes, Jesus is the host of the table, and everyone else, including me, is a servant guest. The table equalizes all participants as they sit together as guests of the living host. Those words we just sang, the one we love the most is now our gracious host. I am not a minister. Well, well, I am, but not here. I am just a human. At every meal, we are reduced to our most basic biological needs. We are humans who need nourishment. At this table, we are all humans who need nourishment. We are sinners who need our Savior. Like any table, our most basic need equalizes us completely with one another. 
And Paul talks about there being neither Jew nor Greek, slave nor free, male nor female in this new world, this new creation of Jesus' gospel, as we are all in need of a Savior. We take this communion, and I often forget that that word is built from common union. We are all in common, united with Christ, and united to one another. So as we sit at this table, we are to drop our peripheral identities, or at least put them into the right place. Our race, our income, our gender, our political affiliation, our sports allegiances, all of those things fall to the background as we are all here at the body of Christ. And we are to focus not so much on ourselves or our need for forgiveness, but on the body around us. We're going to talk a little bit more about what Paul says to the Corinthians later. And as we focus on the body, we're in a situation that's hard to do that because of the nature of infrastructure and where our chairs are. I'd like us to try a couple things that increase our awareness of each other as we take communion together today. First, as you come and get your emblems, take them back and hold on to them. Once we all have them, I will come back up and lead us in taking them together as a symbol of our unity with one another. And also, as we're coming forward to take them, we'll sing together the wonderful song, We Are One in the Spirit, or, or they'll know we are Christians by our love. And when we finish that song, we'll take the emblems together all as a simple device to turn our eyes on one another and discern the body of Christ around us. Because we are the body of Christ, and that's what Paul calls us to find in this time together. So before we take these things together, let us pray. Lord, we are all in need of your saving, and we are all indeed grateful and thankful for your joining us at this table, for your sitting at the head of it, for your sacrifice going ahead of us and making it possible for us to be in relationship with you again, for you to show us the depth of your love in your body and blood that makes it possible for us to set our past behind along with yours and dwell in the power of your creation and resurrection. Bless us now as we take these simple things to discern you among us, Bless us in this time to recognize you in each other's eyes as we sing and take these things together. So hear my prayer in Jesus' name. And not to be too directive, but as we sing and as we take these things together, feel free to look at someone else right in the eyes. Let's come take the emblems.
Masks off then, my brothers and sisters, the body of Christ. The body of Christ, the blood of Christ. Thank you for listening to this week's message from the Oak Haven Church. We're located at 2175 Witzel Avenue in Oshkosh, Wisconsin. To hear previous podcasts, visit our website at oakhavenchurch.net.